You're listening to Defining Moments Podcast. This is episode number 11 with Oklahoma City Energy's goalkeeper, Cody Lorendi. I'm so excited about this podcast. Cody lets you in on his personal life, how his rehab is going, how much he loves his parents, his sister, the city of Oklahoma City, the state of Oklahoma, the supporters, the kids he coaches, and his sidekicks. Cody's love for life, community, and giving back is beautiful and very special. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by Margie Lamb, health coach and founder of Healthy and Hustling. Are you fed up with the dieting and a seemingly contradictory health advice out there? Do you want to feel great in your body and accomplish your goals in a way that's empowering and not overwhelming? For me, the answer was an easy yes. Five years ago, I was pushing 200 pounds. I worked out twice a day and counted my calories. I didn't really see a movement on the scale nor my body type. So I decided to check my ego and call up a health coach. Margie, as a certified integrative nutrition health coach, works with each client as a guide and mentor to build a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that will help you reach your health goals. She offers free one-hour initial consultations. To learn more, visit her website, www.healthyandhustling.com. That's www.healthyandhustling, spelled out H-U-S-T-L-I-N dot com. Hi, everyone. My name is Wong Lam, and I am super honored to be your host of Defining Moments Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Each podcast, I bring on a family member, a colleague, a friend, a guest that has submitted their defining moment and has agreed to come on to the podcast to share it. A defining moment is a moment that either you define or you let the moment define you. We go through many of them in life. Perhaps your moment was a struggle that led you to your moment of greatness or led you to contribute to society the way that you do. Oscar Wilde once said, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. How does Cody Lorendi cultivate a culture of appreciation and positivity? What kind of influence did Cody's parents have on him as he was growing up? What does Cody do on his downtime? How does Cody use his platform? He's from Melbourne, Florida, a professional soccer player. He's a goalkeeper for the Oklahoma City Energy and wears his man bun the way I would if I could grow hair like him. He is also one of the most positive people I've ever met. Cody Lorendi, welcome to the podcast, brother man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so real quick, two things, man. My fiance Margie mm-hmm. and a few of her girlfriends have said that, man, you know, Cody is the only guy that can pull off the man bun that they've seen in Oklahoma. Uh, well, I'm flattered. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, it's kind of turned into its own thing. Yeah. How uh, long did it take to grow? Um, well, I've kind of been growing the hair yeah. and the beard for yeah. the past three years. Wow. Started when I moved to Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, when I was in LA, clean shaven. Yeah. Short hair. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of something that I was like, you know what? Time for a change, yeah. and we went with it. And uh, my my biggest thing is that it it reflects uh, people are able to recognize me mm-hmm. by it. Yeah, they recognize the club that I play for. Yeah, uh, and it's a it, it, for the most part, it's a positive thing. You know, yeah. I, I get uh, on on social media, 
you get fans of opposing teams that have their opinions yeah. on it, which is cool. Um, <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it reflects on the uh, on the team in a positive light. Yeah. And I'm able to make a positive impact. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily by my look, but yeah. people associating how I treat others with yeah. the look and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, do. I'm with you. Yeah. So it's, Hey, uh, I'm going to be, uh, I told somebody the other day, I'm going to be doubling down on it. I think the beard's going to get even longer and the hair is going to get even longer as well. Dude. So <laughs> my man, you know, if I, if I could grow out my hair and beard like that, then I would try to do the same thing. Yeah. I wouldn't get the same look, but you know, I, I'd <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> exactly. The, the second one is you're the first verified Twitter account holder <laughs> that has Follow me, reply to me, and I'm sitting across the table from you in this podcast, go. man. There we go. I have the blue check, so I can complain to airlines <laughs> about delayed flights. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I know uh, you're kidding. I'm kidding. Because when I follow you on social media, I follow you for a while, mm-hmm. and every tweet is very positive. You use, you use that platform in a very positive way. Thank you. And not only is it on social media, is I've seen you coach um, young men and women mm. and, and little kids too. Mm. And the way you coach them and the way you treat them, is, it's so much respect and so much class. Thank you. You know, and I, I work at Chesapeake Energy. Right. And my office faces the West and I can look across Western. And there's times I see you out there. And I mean, you're yeah. working these uh, kids. It, right. it's, it's not a walk in the park. Right. You're, you're working them towards that next level, their goal, what they told you probably. Mm-hmm. That's, that's look, that looks like the intensity that I see out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I'm out there actually listening to you, because I've hold, held training sessions out there, I, I hear the way you're talking. And, man, and I love it. Thank you. Thank and you. I, love um, it, I uh, Growing up, it was not like that. Right. Uh, I, it was the coaches that I had, they, it, it, was, it was a berating mm-hmm. almost. It was, uh, you know, you suck. It was, yeah. what are you thinking? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and it broke, it broke a lot of spirit. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to use, use the negative that I've experienced in all aspects of life and turn it into a positive. Yeah. Um, I, you know, first and foremost, I'm very, very lucky to have a platform to where it, uh, it gets me in the door mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. Uh, with, 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 uh, parents and children and they yeah. want to come learn from, from me. Right. Um, and how I break it down to them is that I will never yell in a negative, in a negative tone. Right. You know, I get amped up. I get excited. Oh, yeah, I get sure. excited because it's uh, it's it's tangible progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll never yell in a negative tone. Yeah. I'll never make them feel small or demeaning. Right. right because right. it's been done to me, and I don't I don't necessarily think that as a nine year old, as a ten year old, as an eleven year old. Yeah. Right. That's not the focus. Correct. Um, we're here to build people up. Yeah. Um, now, having said that, I tell the parents, I let the child know that if you show me that you are capable of a high level yeah, and you're not living up to your potential, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. You know, and, and I think that's fair. And I think that if you want to harvest growth, not only just in an athletic or from an athletic standpoint, right. from a person you know, a person building, mm-hmm. because in all, in reality, that's what you're doing. You just, it's just sports is the vehicle. Yeah. Um, the best way to do that is to expect that whatever level they show you that they're capable of, we keep it at that level or above. Mm-hmm. And if you do drop below, you let them know. 
Yeah. And and not and do I don't mean let them know by saying, oh, you know, you know, curse words and right. all that stuff. Right. It's hey, refocus. Mm-hmm. If you gotta take a deep breath, take a break, take a breather. Right. But you're not living up to your potential at the moment. Right. Right. Yeah. So and and, it, and that way, uh, it's hard enough at nine, ten, eleven years old, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure that they're dealing with much more than I or you dealt with at yeah, that age. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That I, I want I want to build a uh, build a place where they look forward mm-hmm. to coming to training. Right. They look forward to that hour, hour and a half that we have to work with, and that's why when they pull up, when their parents get there. Uh, even if they're in a rush, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Look, it's yeah. okay. Right. It's all right. right. Um, and I asked them, how was your day? Yeah. I think that's, Im- that's important. Not just, all right, let's get to work. Yeah. How was your day? Human. Yes. Human aspect. Yes. Uh, and, and, and show them that you care. Yeah. Cause you genuinely do. Um, cause the reality is 99% of these people, of these kids mm-hmm. are not going to play beyond, uh, high school. Yeah. You know, 1% make it to college. Agreed. Less than that, make it to professional. Correct. So if I can use my negative experiences to positively affect them, mm-hmm. to push them along the way, to then pay it forward, right? then I feel as if I'm doing uh, I'm doing my job. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of my mentality. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes sometimes the kids, either they're having just a bad day mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, they, you know, hey, give me a hug. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm in this with you. I understand right. what you're going through. Right. Um, the great thing that I've learned from just the coaching side of it, being that it's tangible progress. Yeah. We'll start. We'll say, you know, at the beginning of the year, and they can't do this, they can't do this, and they can't do this. Yeah. And it seems as if they harp on what they can't do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's work on what you can do, and let's build up to what you can't do. Right. And sooner, sooner or later, you know, one, two, three months down the road, what they thought that they could not achieve or could not do, yeah, they're doing it like they've done it for years. That's awesome. And man. and you remind them, and they say, oh yeah, you see the light bulb go off right. in their head, and they're just, oh man, you're right. Yeah. And they're smiling and they're more confident. And uh, again, s- sports uh, are a great vehicle to uplift. Yeah. And build character. Right. Um, and, and that's something that I take a lot of pride in. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I can uh, do my part to uplift positively. Yeah. Um, because there is so much negativity. Yeah. Right? There is so much negativity. Yeah. That if I can be, you know, for an hour and a half or hour, a couple times a week. Yeah. You know, be somewhere where they want to. They're desi- they desire to come. Yeah. Uh, come learn. Right. And have fun. And all the all these things. And grow. Grow. Not just athletically, but personally yeah uh then i i think i'm doing the right thing yeah i, I i'm with you man the, the energy you. i feel right now i'm ready to go run <laughs> i can't run right now because my you, knee, hey, you and, hey you and me both man i'm ready to run too but you know i got a little knee issue at the moment too yeah so yeah. uh so yeah man i you know i want to read this this tweet that mm-hmm. actually i reached out to you on because yeah. i felt really it, it it really hit me pretty hard um there's a, a player mm-hmm. And he tweeted to, it says, Dear at USL, it ain't fair that us players have to literally fight to survive and provide for our families in the offseason while everyone else remains on the payroll. Your reply, reality for most at USL players. Having said that, the landscape is changing for the better. Keep the positive mindset and continue to utilize your downtime 
effectively, it will get better. Mm -hmm. And when I read that tweet, I was like, dude, this this guy is nothing but pure class. Thank you. You can fill it through that message, Thank right? You. And so I reached out to you. I just yeah. that's exactly what I told you. I said, man, dude, you're nothing but class. Thank bro. you so much. And you replied to me, and I was like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> verified Twitter account replied to me. Oh man. And uh, I reached out to you again, and I. Yeah, it was a stretch. I was like, well, I'm going to see if you'd like to meet up for uh, lunch or coffee or something. Absolutely. And so yeah. we did. We met up yeah. literally the next day. I bought lunch. You bought coffee. And we <laughs> sat for three hours and we talked. Yeah. Like, yeah. just strangers just talking and mm -hmm. we just connected. Right. And it's so amazing, man. So thank you for uh, the time that you're giving us hey, and the listeners. This is going to be fantastic. Thank you for giving me a platform to uh, <laughs> to spread the, the positivity. Yeah, man. So you're from Melbourne, Correct. Florida. Yes. And kind of talk us through being from Melbourne, Florida mm -hmm. to landing in Oklahoma City. Okay. Well, uh, a little backstory about Melbourne. Melbourne is like, uh, let's see, New York or Long Island yeah. meets Alabama. <laughs> if you can if you can wrap your head around that one uh obviously geographically we're the most southern but mm -hmm. in terms of culture extremely southern yeah uh i am a product of a family from long island new york wow father has moved moved down prior to me being born and lived there ever since um my dad is in the defense industry my mother's mm -hmm. a special needs teacher yeah um and it uh living so many other places down the road um really made me realize how eclectic the part of Florida that I was from. We, yeah. you know, all walks of life, different cultures. Uh, some of my, my best friends are hunters and at the same time surfers. Nice. If you could, that dynamic. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I live five minutes from the beach. Uh, I live about 15 minutes from just country, just yeah. open country and, you know, deer hunting and all that stuff. So, so turkey hunting. And they're hunters and surfers? Yes. Same person? Yes. Same person. Wow. Same, same person. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's an, in, it's a really, really cool dynamic that you know, I only appreciated after, after you go and live other places. Yeah. You now I can see the contrast in cultures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we're, we're central Florida. South Florida is known for all the transplants from mm -hmm. the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, but central Florida has its, has its share. Yeah. Uh, so again, very, uh, very interesting upbringing. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, man. So how's it live in Oklahoma City? Uh, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I consider this uh, my second home. I can't say I consider it home. My mother is going to be listening to this. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, man. <laughs> but uh, quality of life. Yeah. Quality of people. Absolutely right. Um, is, is something that cannot be matched. Yeah. Um, I have been accepted by everyone i've been made to feel at home mm -hmm. and uh I've, it just I, I i appreciate every bit of my experience thus far yeah in yeah without a doubt man so and you also played or are you still playing for the national team yeah team? yeah so um i'm able to represent the the puerto rican national team yeah not by heritage right however by living down there because it's a commonwealth okay in the united states okay i uh, lived down there for three years um, and then became eligible. I believe it's uh, you only need two years to, okay. to live there, but lived there for three. As long as you can prove that you you did live there, yeah, uh, you're able to represent the national team. Um, and just this past year, made my debut. Yeah, in Indonesia. Yeah, so in front of thirty thousand people. 
How was that, man? <laughs> oh, I was getting goosebumps. Oh, yeah. I told, and, and by no means was I not focused for the game, yeah. but I told our, you know, our ops guy, our game day ops guy, I said, yeah. take as many photos, take as many videos <laughs> as you possibly can, because it, the reality is I don't know when I'll be able to experience something like this again. Mm-hmm. And to have those moments in time right. to look back on and just, man. It's cool. It is. It is so cool. It is so cool. Yeah, I, could, I mean, I can't imagine, but I I could use my creative side of my brain and imagine myself walking out of the uh, locker room mm. and there's thirty thousand fans. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know anyone probably. Well, you may know a few family members. Maybe they made the match. Maybe I I the only people I knew were the ones that traveled with us. Oh, there you go. So right, I've, like a handful. Yeah, a handful. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, it, you know, it was. An excellent, excellent, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but comfortable at the same time experience. Yeah. yeah. Right. Obviously, you you want to you're, you know, you're focused in on doing the best possible job you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was times where it was like, ooh, you know, can I do this? Can I do this? And it's, yeah. you have that 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 self talk. Right. Yes. Yes, I can. Yeah. Yes, I can. You keep convincing yourself you can and you will. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say I willed it to happen. Yeah. Uh, but we did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we wound up tying zero zero. I I wound up personally having a a pretty good game. Yeah. And uh, and just growing from that experience, leaps and bounds. Yeah. So. Wow, man. Yeah. And it just didn't happen overnight because it Correct. probably started at a youth club level. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you kind of describe your experience at that at the club level because mm-hmm. it's in a different part of the country right and I'd, I'd be interested I'm sure a lot of listeners would be interested in how your club level there you know what your experiences were yeah well, Florida is a very uh, talent rich area for all for all sports yeah weather has a lot to do with that we we play sports year-round yeah um, culture is another one uh, you know South Florida you go down South Florida you have Argentinian you have Colombian you have mm-hmm. you know and, and, Everything. Yeah. Everything. So again, it's a big melting pot down there. So they love their, you know, football, soccer, yeah, soccer and yep. uh, American football. Yeah. As well. You have uh, you have great, great athletes throughout the state. Um, growing up, it was our youth club in Melbourne mm-hmm. could only get you to a certain point, really. Yeah. Um, and I grew up not the first pick. Matter of fact, I grew up many times the last pick. Yeah. Um, sitting on the bench. You know, uh, going, my parents sacrificed so much, so many weekends to go to these weekend tournaments. Yeah. You know, to stay in the hotel, to pay the trainer's fees. Yeah. For their son to sit on the bench. Yeah. Sometimes it it, it sucked. Oh, yeah. Um, but you can go one of two ways. You can say, oh, well, this is me. Or you can say, oh, I'll show you. Right. Uh, you know, and you don't have to be, you don't have to be aggressive with it. You can be subtle. Uh, and just have the bigger mindset, yeah. the, the the larger scale mindset where, yeah, maybe it won't happen today. Yeah. But if I put the small work in today, yeah. small work in tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the big goal will take care of itself. Yeah. And uh, I take pride in the fact that I was never first pick. Yeah. But now I'm the only one that still plays. Yeah. And is able to make a career. Right. And make an impact. A positive impact yeah at, at, at what what i do for a living yeah so it's um you know we i would I, my parents i was very fortunate that's a that's a big aspect it was just uh you know the roll of the dice of getting a set of parents that 
instill work ethic, mm -hmm. passion, mm -hmm. all these things. Right. right. Was the, the, the best, uh, the best karma in life is to be born into a good family. I, I believe that <laughs> I like wholeheartedly. It. Yeah. You know, we had the conversation about your, your upbringing and your, yeah. your family, mm -hmm. you're the, the American dream. Yeah. You know? Um, so being able to have parents that would sacrifice, yeah. um, for myself and my sister, my younger sister, mm -hmm. uh, never needed or wanted for anything. Right. Up until recently, I never saw my dad take a day off. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was just his mentality of, you know, you do the work, you do it 110%, you go yeah. above and beyond. You don't just do the bare minimum. Mm. Um, my mother's the same way. They they sacrificed a lot. It sounds so cliche about mm. the professional athlete, the parents, you know, sacrificed so much. Mm. Um, but, you know, it wasn't always easy. No. And uh, I think you grow to have an appreciation, if uh, a more of an appreciation if it doesn't come easy. Yeah. You know, rather than the one who, you know, has the the ascension to greatness, yeah. You know, without any real adversity, yeah. Man, that's uh, that's fascinating. What, you talked to her about your mom. She she's a special needs teacher. Mm -hmm. You can you elaborate on that? Yeah, mind? she um. So uh, she's been doing it, man, fifteen plus years. Yeah, or close to. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I go home and I, I haven't recently, but I would go into her classroom and I would see. Mm. The impact, and I get, and I understand the impact that she is, you know, trying to make, and right. that she does make. Yeah. But progress mm -hmm. is ABCs. Progress is tying shoes. Yeah. So it's on a, um, it's on a much smaller scale. Yeah. But I see, you know, she is so passionate about what she does mm -hmm. and trying to positively affect life trajectory for for children yeah that it's i i'm so inspired yeah so inspired by yeah. her, uh, on on a daily basis and again when i'm home and, and they're still they're they're going to work she's up 5 30 in the morning you know getting ready to go same <laughs> yeah. with my dad uh doing the same thing he goes to he goes to work every other friday when you know 80 percent of the company is taking off because right. every other friday they're allowed to they're, they're they they offer that yeah but he goes in because there's work to do yeah uh and i think uh you know, innately, without them knowing it, mm -hmm. my sister and I picked up on that. That's awesome. Man. And uh, they definitely showed me that if you if you want something, you got to work for it. Nothing. Yeah. If it if it comes to you quick, it goes quick. Yeah. Uh, if it if it's something that you need to work for and work for and work for. Yeah. It's worth. It, it, it'll be way worth it. Yeah. Way, way more worth it. Yeah. So. Do, you, uh, do your parents come to energy matches? Mm -hmm. They do. So uh, my dad, my dad's probably been here twice. I think my mom's been mm -hmm. here about four or five times. Wow. Uh, yeah, she always. <laughs> in in our household, the dynamic is it's me and my mother, okay. and my father and my sister, and we're t that's our team. <laughs> we, we picked a parent and went with it. But um, my mom, every now and again, hey, can I come to Oklahoma? Yeah, come on. Yes. Um, most recently they came, uh, to, to look after me after surgery, post-surgery, right. you know, I had, uh, I had the PCL surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mother, uh, was here. My sister who was a PT wow. was able to sit in on the surgery, which is pretty unique. Yeah. Um, so they look out, looked after me for about two weeks and then my father came, uh, looked after me for another two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've come to games. Um, and again, the sense of community, I, I can't, you know, harp on that enough here in Oklahoma has been great. Obviously the people that, uh, that I meet, the families that I meet mm -hmm. of the kids that I coach. Yeah. Um, but, but even, you know, even more so the people that co come up to my mother at the game and say, you know, we really appreciate 
your son that yeah and that makes her feel feel great that makes me feel great that i'm that i'm doing the right thing yeah that i'm uh, representing the club and the community in the right yeah. way um and like i said they have made not only me but my family feel at home yeah yeah that's awesome and, and you talk about appreciation is that's what i man i i can feel it is the yeah. sense that you're not just the best goalkeeper you actually live it off the field Parents, players, fans adore you, and they go to your mom and say, "We we we appreciate yeah. you." You know, and I would love to have the honor and privilege to go and give your mom a hug and shake your dad's hand and your sister's you. hand next time they're in town for a match Thank because I do. I I'm inspired by that, and it's uh, it's very motivating when you're able to meet and connect. Mm -hmm. Thank you, and you're able to meet and connect with a lot of people. If you're willing to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. It's uh, the more and more people that you meet, doesn't matter what race. Right. Doesn't matter what uh, economic place that they come from. Right. We're, we're more similar than we are. Yeah. Different. You know, whatever religion they practice. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think if you put your side and, and, and soccer is a great vehicle for that because it's the world sport. Mm -hmm. Um. So you're in a locker room with a lot of times 10 different cultures mm. throughout the season. Yeah. Um, and then you multiply that by the 11 years. You get to kind of, I have friends that are from Trinidad and Tobago, friends that are from England, friends that are from yeah. Germany, right? Um, we're, we're so much more alike than we are different. Yeah. And if you just have dialogue with people, yeah, you understand, you'll figure that out. It's, it's the, and again, it, yeah, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Right, mm -hmm. but the willingness to put yourself out there and and show somebody that you care, you want to learn about them, and, right? And that goes that goes a very very long way. Yeah, it's appreciated, and it goes back to what I believe are two human not require well requirements but desires. Yeah, right. That's one exactly right. one to be appreciated. Yeah, right at, at whatever they do, and and mm -hmm. have a purpose. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that. That's my. I want to talk to you about you. You know, you lead the energy. You're the captain. You're in the locker room with these guys mm -hmm. from different countries. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing about soccer is you got people from different countries playing the exact same sport, mm -hmm. and there's a language barrier, right? Right. So, and the accents can run thick, mm -hmm. and so it's harder to understand to a certain extent. So, how does that? How has that helped you become a better communicator? Yeah. It. Uh... It's not always easy. Right. Right. I think uh, you can use our season this past season as a microcosm of what it, the reality is. Yeah. We have a lot of, we had a lot of turnover, which mm -hmm. is normal in sports. Yeah. Um, I think you see with the Thunder right now, mm -hmm. um, to, for, to use them as an example, but you start slow. Yeah. And you don't start slow because anybody's like necessarily not giving 110%. Yeah. You start slow because you, it takes time to learn tendencies. It takes time to learn people's game you can't just throw a bunch of talent together right and say all right go in go in games right um it takes more than that it takes being around one another it takes mm -hmm. it takes sitting down to dinner with somebody with a teammate it takes in the gym hard work yeah all those things that yeah on the surface it just looks like you're keeping in shape and you're you know having a good meal together right but you learn people Yes, you you learn things, you, and you go through ups and you mm -hmm. go through downs, and I attribute a lot of our late season success 
to the fact that we had the personality in the locker room that realized just because things are going bad now doesn't mean we pack it in and say, oh, well, poor me. Right. You stand up like a man. Right. You know, your shoulders back, head up. And you say, well, it's not going well now. We're going to continue to work. Yeah. We're going to continue to put in the extra. We're yeah. going to continue to believe that it will ch- it will turn around because yeah. inevitably it does. Yeah. It, it does. And sure enough, it did. Oh, man. It, it did. I think. Uh, I, I agree. I think in the past, what the team, the, the energy has been around in the past four years. Yeah. Three of those four, I believe they've gone to the playoffs. My, this will be my third season with the team. Yeah. Two of those four, they've gone to the conference championship. Yeah. Right? Only to lose in penalty kicks, which is a... That happens. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a crapshoot, and that happens. Right. I think in a, uh, in, a, in a location in the United States where at one point it wasn't necessarily a soccer-specific market, Right. I think anybody, West Coast to East Coast, would take the success that this club has had mm-hmm. any day of the week. Oh, Because I, yeah. I, I see clubs and I talk to guys throughout the the, the, the league, mm-hmm. the USL especially or the NASL, yeah. where teams are on their third coach in four years. Right. They, you know, players don't have really great things to say about the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like they, they just, there's a lot of people in the front office that don't understand the dynamics of, of the sport here. It's been nothing but positive. Right. And that comes from the top down. That comes from our ownership who, um, you know, I saw as an opposing player when I came here to Austin, would stand both, you know, uh, Bob Funk and and Tim McLaughlin would stand at the exits, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And the gesture of shaking somebody's hand. Dude, that's so legit, man. I've never, I I recognize that in Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. or when I played for, when I played for the team in Austin, we came here to, to play. Just, saw that and I was like that's something that I would want to be a part of yeah because if that they're leading by example yeah the 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 strides that they continue to make and they are they desire and the fact that they are um constantly looking to evolve and not be stagnant right is what will continue to bring success to them continue to bring success to the club to the community and to the all the players that are involved for a very very long time no, I, I agree. And that gesture you're talking about with the uh, owners is they're shaking the supporters' hands yes. as they're walking out. So that, that tells me that the culture is appreciation of the human beings yes. involved in the sport and the community for the team. Right. And that, that's going to drive the, the team to greatness. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that gives me chills because you, it, it's rarity to find that. Right. It and really it's uh, and again getting back to the to the culture of it. Obviously, they set the standard. Yeah. Whether they knew it or not, I like players see that. Yeah. Players see that, and I know opposing players have seen that because mm-hmm. they've said it to me. Um, but and at the same time, there's a huge focus on being a positive role model within this community, yeah. having being able to have access mm-hmm. because. I, 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 uh, CJ Cochran, mm-hmm. my teammate and yeah, I, yeah. we sent, uh, we sent in a show of, uh, of appreciation to a young fan who thinks very, very highly of us. Yeah. So we said, you know what, how can we, how can we repay yeah. this? So we sent him both a pair of signed gloves. Man. And just to show the appreciation in the sense that we were both once that little kid. Yeah. With a dream. Yeah. Right. And they looked up to, uh, or we looked up to whoever our role model was at the right. time. Right. And um, 
you know, the how I equate it is the same hands. I'm getting back to the coaching aspect of yeah. it. But the same hands that I'm kicking a soccer ball into and teaching on a Wednesday mm-hmm. are the same high fives that I'm giving post game after a win at Taft Stadium yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, and, and through sport, you're building friendship you're building relationships you're building community yes and it's 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 a uh it takes time right and it's not always easy and you don't always have the result that you want but that's life right um but we're we continue to move in 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 a positive direction yeah and and a lot of that stems from our ownership from our leadership yeah no you're right i want to touch on the you talked about Mm -hmm. high-fiving the fans because i've noticed you high-five every fan and it's not just only a win, Cody. Even when you've lost a match, you're still high-fiving fans and shaking kids' hands. Right. And that that right there tells a tremendous story about your personal, just your personality, your attitude. You know, you you, you still appreciate. Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna lie. It it sucks to lose mm-hmm. in a, a hard-fought match mm-hmm. or getting waxed like a surfboard five nothing. <laughs> right. Yes. It does. It happens. Yeah. yeah. However you are still willing to shake hands mm-hmm. not just of your opponents but the fans right Dude, that that that's so important it, it is it's it is huge. it is so important because hopefully you're, you're showing that again what well, results matter we know oh absolutely right? We're yeah. at, at businesses results that's exactly all right yeah man but can you then show kids that if we can be both both humble in victory yeah and in defeat, yeah, uh, I think you're also showing a, a, a teaching a a message mm-hmm. that goes beyond sport. Yeah, uh, that's absolutely right, man. So you you've also you, you talked you talked about uh, you you got injured mm-hmm. earlier this I think it was earlier this year yes. in in a yeah. training exercise, right? No, or, it was in a game in a match in a, in a match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I was thinking about that because I was trying to find some news article about it and it, nothing was really in depth. Right. And I didn't know if it was like, you know, we're not going to let everyone know. And, <laughs> you know, one of those things. So I was like, but you know, so you, you've been injured. Mm-hmm. What's a rehab like? Yeah. So I had, uh, I fully tore my PCL. Okay. And, uh, so I had the surgery. People over at Mercy, Dr. Uh, Dr. William Stewart did my surgery. Can't speak highly enough about those people. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lengthy recovery, but having said that, uh, trying to, you know, small goals every single day, yeah. look only towards the positive. And I know there's going to be setbacks and there already have been setbacks sometimes where just mental setbacks where you're like, right. Oh man, I wish I could do this. But yeah, you know, uh, I go Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, mm-hmm. and, uh, I like to be the first one in Yeah, and, uh, we work with some really, really great people. Um, and again, it's, uh, Small progress, mm-hmm. small uh, attention to detail every single day, and the yeah. better picture will take care of itself. Yeah. So. So that's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Mm-hmm. What about Tuesday, Thursdays? So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I uh, I go up on my own uh, to this uh, location called the Ark. Okay. Uh, and what the Ark is is a, I'd say all inclusive. It may be a good mm-hmm. good term. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, PT clinic. Okay. As well as a gym as well as uh, various, I'd say, body maintenance okay. uh, tools. So okay. you have cryotherapy. Yeah. You have infrared sauna. Yeah. You have float tanks. Yeah. You have hot tub, cold tub. Okay. Right? All of these things at your disposal yeah. that 
Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, I can incorporate not only what I've done Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I can also incorporate the body mechanics of without being dramatic, learning yeah. to walk again. Right. Um, right. Because it really is. You're learning to walk again. You're learning to use your quad, your hamstring, your, you know, everything like that. Learning to use that again and walk mm-hmm. properly. Um, so I try to take the take the the approach of surrounding myself mm-hmm. with like-minded individuals yeah. while I am, you know, in, in general, in life in general, but yeah, yeah. especially especially now that, you know, I have an injury is because mindset is huge. And if you can be around people, both at the Mercy Clinic, yeah. it's uh, um, in, uh, in Edmond, yeah. as well as the ARC, I feel that that does something to you for yeah. the recovery in a positive way. Yeah. Um, if you're constantly dwelling on, oh, why me? Yeah. Oh, I wish this. And I'm sitting in my apartment all day and just, that's bad on your mental. That's bad on your psyche. You know? I agree. Um, but I, I am extreme, extremely lucky to be around, uh, you know, a a, a lot of the people that are in, you know, at the other facility, the ARC Mm -hmm. are, uh, mixed martial artists. Wow. And some pretty, pretty awesome, awesome mixed martial artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, world champions. Uh, and wow. not only world champions, but people that ha- that share the same mindset of while, you know, sport is what they do, it's not necessarily who they are. Right. They're, they they see the bigger picture. So yeah. guys like Justin Wren. Oh, man. Uh, guys like, guys like uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. So you know these guys? Yes. Oh, Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Guys wow. like uh, Luke Tyree. Oh, man. Pe- people that are inspiring on so many levels. They are obviously extremely talented at what they do. Yeah. But at the same time, they have the pay it forward mentality. Beautiful, man. And uh, I'll give you an, an example is of Justin, okay. who I've gotten to to know this past year. Justin uh, is uh, is a heavyweight, and he fights mm-hmm. in Bellator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, very successful with what he does. But he not only he's not only a great fighter, he uses his platform uh, for a nonprofit called Fight for the Forgotten. Mm-hmm. He goes on his downtime when he's not training. He flies to the Congo, and he builds. But not only builds, he teaches. Mm-hmm. He teaches how to build and be self-sustaining, building water wells, clean water wells. Wow! Because something as 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 what we feel is normal as clean water, right, is a huge issue. There's still yeah. you know uh, illnesses that come from that, and you know everything uh, everything that goes along with not having clean water. Yeah. So he's realized. While like uh, mixed martial arts is his platform, yeah. Now, what is his purpose? Oh, and his man. purpose is to change lives uh, for the positive. Yeah. And just being around people like that, it's palpable. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's an environment of growth. It's an it's an environment of uh, positivity. Yeah. And uh, you know when I'm fully fit and I'm in there and we're training and I'm <laughs> looking and I'm like I I need some motivation and he's there and he's. He's grinding out some, you know, some exercise, and then Raphael's over there, and yeah. he's taking care of his body meticulously, and he's wow. a he's a multi-time world champion. Mm-hmm. But talking to him, you would never know it. Right. Talking to him, you would never never know that they these guys have had the success that they've had. Yeah. Because they are, they've they've experienced the failure. Yeah. And they've learned from that to become better, well-rounded individuals. Mm-hmm. Man, speaking of uh, MMA, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Margie, actually, when we watched you play last season, she's like, man, uh, Cody kind of looks like a MMA fighter on the soccer field <laughs> in goal. And I was looking at you. I was like, yeah, you know what? 
kind of it actually does i wouldn't want to go on a 50 50 ball you know on a corner kick it's uh <laughs> yeah well to be fair and not like i've uh, i've kind of given too much thought to this but yeah the there is something to be said about the mental advantage oh yeah uh, just absolutely. by just by visual yes you know and i know i'm a bigger person i get yeah the, oh you play soccer you're pretty big for soccer i was like yeah but it helps because my game you know i'm i'm jumping through traffic and i'm yeah. leaving my body exposed and yeah um, you know, if I, if, if an attacker, if a, if a forward is, he sees me and he sees mm -hmm. my presence mm -hmm. because presence is huge in the position that I play as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and that gives him that second of doubt. Yeah. I've won. That's true. I've won. And, uh, and that is something that, um, kind of, I, I've kind of given some thought to, mm -hmm. uh, obviously I try to be as skillful as possible and learn yeah. all the time. But yeah. There is something to be said about the mental advantage that you get if you have a presence. Yeah. If, if, you're, right, if you're not afraid to, you know, because we're always diving at people's feet. We're yeah. always doing the, we're doing the stuff that nobody else really wants to. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, um, and so, you know, you obviously get the stigma of goalkeepers yeah. are the weird ones. <laughs> you got to be, you, you got to be a little off to want to play the position. Uh, but I don't necessarily think you have to be super, super out there. Yeah. Um, you just have to be selfless because that's mm -hmm. a, that's a big trait. Uh, you know, defenders and goalkeepers and midfielders, especially mm -hmm. when you're running, you know, 18 to 18. Yeah. There's that's selfless. That's true. That's selfless. So you look at those character traits and. Uh, you know, you get to the forwards, and this is not a, a this is not a negative by right. any means, but you tend to see the personality traits are more selfish when mm -hmm. it comes to a forward or yeah. an attacking midfielder, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, you need that. It's exactly you, right. You, you need that. So you know, you want the guy who's willing to bet on himself when he's in front of goal, and there's five minutes left, and you have to tie it up. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, absolutely. And yeah. you want the character trait of some of a defender who. You know, after running his butt off for 85 minutes, yeah. is willing to step in front of a shot that's traveling 70, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, put his head in the way or put his body on the line yeah. for the team. Yeah. Uh, those are very uh, just observations that I've made through the years yeah. uh, of, of teammates. Right. So, yeah, the, the position of goalkeeper, and even in the last 10 years, has changed, evolved. It's, you've got the touch and the skill of a field player. However, inside the 18, you can use your hands. Correct. Correct. It's, yeah, and, uh, and I've seen it in your ability to trap, touch, shoot, head, things, and more importantly, communicate. Yes. And I love how you communicate on the pitch, man. Thank you. You're directing traffic and it's Thank and you. everyone listens and Thanks. it's so loud. Even you've got four, five, six, ten thousand 10,000 fans cheering at Taft Stadium. You can still hear Cody. Thank you. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Man. It wasn't always like that. Right. At the start of my career, I would just yell to make noise. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but as you grow into it, you become more comfortable. Yeah. Right? And you find what works for you. Right. right. While I think it's important to look to others for inspiration mm -hmm. in the way they play the game, mm -hmm. you have to find out what works for you and what right. works best. And having said that, you learn a lot through through failure yeah um I'll, like just an example you know across if i'm if i'm in my goal box and i'm looking at the ball that's on the left hand my left hand side of the field mm -hmm. you know and i don't see a player because i'm so laser focused on the ball right i don't see a player for the opposite, opposite team that's wide open mm -hmm. they're gonna cross the ball and he's gonna be unmarked they're gonna they have a good chance to score yeah over time you learn from those mistakes to where not only are you 
seeing what the play is happening, but you're also seeing what's going on to the right hand side on the other side yeah. of the field, right? It's That's the exactly whole, right. it's uh, without getting too philosophical, it's the you see the whole picture, yeah, absolutely. Um, you see the whole picture, and with communication, especially like you said, when it's a loud environment, mm. um, it has to be short, quick, concise, yes, instruction. Yes. Um, it doesn't have to be very lengthy because it, just like anything, if if I'm continuing to talk to you, continuing to yell, human nature is for, for you to tune, tune out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing when you <laughs> when we uh, when we do video and stuff like that. I've played in the past. I've played for coaches. Uh, you ever heard par- uh, paralysis by analysis? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. Heard yeah. That it's it's g- give us 20, 25 minutes. Right. right? of uh information yeah. we'll take that on yeah. and we'll keep it in a game plan you don't need to go yeah. an hour an hour and a half because then you right. tune out and then you forget yeah. the important aspects of it yeah so uh so yeah you have a you have a game plan uh and then you, you have to you have to react yeah a lot of it is reaction because because soccer is a game of mistakes yes uh soccer is a game of turnovers and obviously those are mistakes right so how do you deal with the problem solving aspect of okay uh, we don't necessarily have the ball, or we do have the ball, but let's make sure, from a defensive standpoint, if we give it up, yeah, we're in the right position. Or I can put, I can help my defenders be in the posi- the best position possible right. to have success. Yeah, yeah. So like, how I think on the field is completely different to how I think in life. Yeah, and I've noticed that it's, you have to be pessimistic. Yeah, on the field, and it's just that's the nature. You right. have to expect the worst. That's true. Um, you have to expect the worst to happen, so you're prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, in life, complete opposite. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you want it, you go get it. You work yeah. for it. You know all that stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah, on the field, it's 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 um, it's problem solving with uh, with consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, what you just said, I really really enjoy because when I coach boys competitive soccer, mm-hmm. I, they make mistakes. I'm not jumping yeah. them for mistakes. However, I do always remind them it's. What's more important is how do you recover from your mistake, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to eliminate that from being a consistent mistake. Yes. Right? It's it's how you react. Yeah. That's that's everybody is going to make in any walk of life. Mm-hmm. You're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to let that mistake amplify yeah. and, and become how you see yourself? Yeah. Or are you going to pick yourself up? Are you going to, going to put yourself in a position to help your team to win the ball back or to right. solve the problem? Right. Solve the problem. That's so, exactly right, yeah. man. Now, uh, you, talk, you talked about the going to the ARC on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So it takes me back to your tweet. because and you take, What are you doing on your downtime? Yes. Right? So Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, you're going to work. You're going to rehab. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays is your downtime. However, you are taking advantage of your downtime yes. by going to the ARC, surrounding yourself with these superstars. They're, they're human beings. Yes. And they've got that mindset. They're, they're positive guys. They're wanting to get better. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to help you get better. And mm-hmm. I, I saw a video, I think, the other night of you on Twitter, and I think it was a base or. Tennis ball yeah. coming out to you. Yeah. It's like, dang, man, speaking of laser sharp focus, there you are, right? <laughs> You're trying to, yeah, if I can't keep my necessarily my fitness levels yeah. at, the, at the moment, obviously are not where I want them to be, but that's right. that's normal because yeah. of the injury. Yeah. Um, I feel as if I can at least control my reaction speed, my yeah. reaction time, yeah. you know, my visual cues mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, 
but again, it's, are you maximizing, like I said in the tweet, are you maximizing your downtime? Yeah. We're very fortunate in the fact that our day, even if you stay extra and do extra, you're normally done by noon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, by no means do I, do I think this is negative or anything like that, but I'm not a, I don't play video games. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't like, I like to be doing things. I like to be meeting people, interacting, Mm -hmm. bettering, you know, learning, bettering my knowledge, uh, you know, talking with other people. Right. I think, uh, we're in a very unique spot to where, um, you know, the club wants us. Yeah. And they don't, I played for some clubs that stand in your way and they say, no, you're not allowed to, you know, do anything unless it's under the umbrella of said club. Yeah. You know, yeah. They here, you know, they, uh, they promote that. Yeah. They promote that because the thing is this, you're building again, it goes back to relationships, mm-hmm. right? And if, if your product is family friendly, which it is, yeah, it's affordable. Yeah. Um, and you want repeat business. It's my opinion that the best way to do that is to build relationships. And especially that we are, because we are so, um, accessible. Yeah. Um, some guys get it. Some yeah. guys don't. Yeah. Because you have a very, and, and, and this thing is we have a, as, as, as athletes, um, it's very front-sided, short-sided career or front-sided career path, I should say. Yeah. You know, yeah but yeah. if you're playing into your thirties, you beat the odds. Yeah. You know, that's true. goalkeepers aside, goalkeepers have a longer <laughs> shelf life, but if you're right. a field player and you're playing in the thirties, you've beat the odds. Right. You know, you're in the 0.001%. Yeah. But how can you make an impact? How can you better yourself? How can you at this point in your life where you have an influence, yeah. use it for positive, yeah. uh, positivity? Yeah. That's 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 my my view because I've seen it. You see players that they they go to training and uh, you know they think that that's it. Yeah. Look, you're gonna be a person way longer than you're gonna be an athlete, a right. professional athlete. Um, right. So you gotta work on other aspects. Yeah. You gotta work on other aspects of your being. I, I don't I don't want to be 35 years old and be like, okay, now what? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I want to give it my all my athletic endeavors and achieve everything that I possibly can achieve. And then some, yeah. But once that's over with, Hey, that's over with. Yeah. And I know what I'm going to do because I know my, uh, I've worked on those skills, Yeah. you know, outside of just my athletic feats. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's dude. That's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You're speaking of the arc and you doing the cryotherapy yes. and the uh, infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. I've actually done those two things at a, place in Edmond. Okay. Yeah. And okay. it's, it's different. It, it really is. It, I, the cryo <laughs> was, uh, was an interesting one Yeah, because you're standing there. Oh yeah, I got this. No problem. Problem. And then it's only two minutes, two and a yep. half minutes. Yeah. But come to hit that two minute mark, 30 seconds left. You're like, Oh man. Yeah. It gets down to negative what, 200 <laughs> degrees or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, but I've already, I noticed a difference. I noticed, noticed a difference in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. The, the one that we spoke about earlier, float tanks. Uh, yeah. isolation tanks, yeah. um, that kind of, you know, it's a little, little strange at first cause you're floating in water and you're weightless and yeah. there's no, no sound, there's no light, there's no, any distractions and, yeah. you, and, and you're just forced to be alone with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit to get used to, but I attribute a lot of mental clarity, mm-hmm. um, problem solving, things mm-hmm. of that nature to getting in the tank for 90 minutes and yeah. just relaxing. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of drifting off. And, you know, uh, a, a good side effect of that is, you know, the, if, if anybody listening doesn't know what I'm talking about, you're in, 
if you can imagine a bathtub that's enclosed, fully enclosed, mm-hmm. um, soundproof walls. It sounds super creepy that I'm, you know, that I'm <laughs> explaining it, but you're in about a foot of water and there is so much Epsom salt, dissolved Epsom salt into this, into this water that you're buoyant. You put, uh, you put, uh, earplugs in and they, you lay back and you float. Um, I've got my parents in, involved in it. Nice. My, my mom was here last. I took her up to float OKC and we did it. And it's, um, you know, if not for anything else, you get you get the benefits of the Epsom salt that mm-hmm. soaks into your body. The magnesium helps yeah. you sleep better, yeah. helps you recover faster, helps you be sharper on mm-hmm. the field. All things that that go into your performance at the weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. And my fiance Margie, she's all about that. She's a health yeah. coach, and she's done Flow OKC, and man, she eats that stuff up. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's great. They like, and by no means this is a plug, but they're just such great people. It, it, yeah. it goes back to what I said about you know my experience here. Is yeah, the people are just you know I felt like I knew the guy for yeah. for years and years, and and yeah. he's like you know you come whenever you want. Yeah. Um, you know, he was asking, he's picking my brain about past experiences that I yeah. had with float centers and, um, you know, they, they just create this atmosphere of calmness, mm. you know, when everything else is going crazy in the world and you just need that hour, hour and a half to yourself. Yeah. Uh, they, they are very good at creating a, an atmosphere that you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. do you, uh, do you ever do any meditating by yourself? You know, I try to, um, I like, I like my early mornings, yeah. And I, I feel as if, if you never rush, or if you, if you're in a position to, you know, instead of getting that extra half hour of sleep, especially yeah. out of season, yeah. In season is a little different. I like to get you know as much rest as you possibly can. Right. But if you can get up a half hour earlier, and whether it's what you listen to, mm-hmm. you don't even have to listen to anything, but just yeah. the stillness and the quietness before yeah. everybody's starting their day, yeah, is something that I value. Yeah, solid man. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, man. That's awesome because Margie, we, we've been meditating at night for about five to 15 minutes mm-hmm. and it's either in silence or just some kind of music or like instruments, mm-hmm. you know, wind instruments that you listen yes. to and it relaxes your, your mind. Mm-hmm. It really does. I mean, after that, I open up my eyes and I feel 10 times better. Yeah. Like there's I, no more stress. No more stress. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man. And you're able to compartment, not, I wouldn't say compartmentalize, but you're, you're able to, in the moment, what you think is so massive yeah. and and like, you, you know, you put it in your mind and it just mm-hmm. expands in your mind. You can't think of, you know, whatever negative thought it is. Yeah. Just let it go, man. Yeah. Just let it go. Tomorrow's yeah. a new day. The work is still going to be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's it's, right. It's, you know, it's an ongoing process. You're not going to be able to fix it all in one day. So why, why just keep thinking about it? Why, why, you know, struggle with those thoughts? Just blank slate yeah give it your best shot tomorrow That's it. i like it man yeah. it may seem like an oversimplification of course but it's, it's the truth it's i feel it's the truth man yeah. it's the truth I'm you, you know i try to come into practice every day and uh, yeah. as does everybody else and have their best practice they possibly can but mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't happen right now are you gonna sit and just and, and sulk or are you gonna say okay today was crap yeah you know not like not as if uh you know it you know, I didn't necessarily prepare. Mm. I prepared to be great, mm. but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Right. So you have to be, you have to accept that. And yeah. that, that's, that's life. Yeah. Um, and you just say, okay, tomorrow's a new day and you give it an honest effort. Yeah. And let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. I, I can relate to that really well because 
working sometimes I'm like, oh man, I'm just, my brain is mentally drained. Mm -hmm. And then I go out to soccer practice and there's 18 young men who just are super excited to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm just recharged. Mm -hmm. You know, my work is work. It's done. Yes. And now it's time to, to get to the grind with these guys. Yes. And then I get home and, you know, Margie's smiling. She gives me a hug and she has this nice dinner. And then I was like, man, this, dude, this is legit. Yeah. This is life. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's really cool what passion yeah. can, can do. Yeah. And when you're passionate about something and, uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately we're both in, able to have passions. Yeah. You know, unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that for one reason or another, whether it be circumstance or life choice, yeah. are not passionate about their work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can I can relate to people that are my age. Yeah, you know, because uh, my friends that you know they were really they were going through it where they have they graduate college with all this debt and they can't get a job for two or three years and they're living yeah. at home and they're you know maybe they're substitute teaching one week or they're you know doing whatever just to kind of make some money. Right. Um, and I have this conversation quite often it's kind of hard for for people in their you know early 20s when they're at the point of their life where they're most willing or most yeah. able to take an entrepreneurial risk yeah or bet on themselves yeah um they can't do that when they're strapped down financially yeah. you know with student loan mm-hmm. they uh they're going to take the first job right yeah. not career not not passion right that they have and because they have this let's say 100k of debt looming yeah. over their head constantly so you're going to get people who are not passionate yeah about what they do yeah you're going to get people that are looking for the for the the easiest job that can make a dent into sally may yeah you know, you know the, <laughs> the, the, the 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 loan the school loan yeah so that, that's true man yeah i i have a question for you okay. yeah I, you you coach mm-hmm. you give back tons uh, you're a professional athlete, and you're very commanding on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And off the pitch, you're this, how tall are you? Six, six three. Six three. Yeah. You know, you're overwhelmingly tall and you're this <laughs> muscular dude, but you're so nice and then so humble. Mm-hmm. My question to you, man, is how do you contribute back to society outside of coaching, outside of maybe a commercial shoot? Yes. Well, again, it's... Uh, kind of like we we talked about i i want to i want to to be able to affect young impressionable people mm-hmm. in a positive way yeah and i want to be the one coach or one person in their life that they remember who was able to do it at a top level yeah as a professional right but still be humble still be personable still be approachable and still care yeah about people's well-being yeah you know because you see athletes and you see a lot of them that are great at sport mm-hmm. you know and probably do a lot but are they accessible you know and i understand that i'm 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 a case where i don't have a significant other yet yeah i don't have a you know a, a child to look after so i right. understand those th- those yeah. aspects but while i'm at this point can i affect somebody's life trajectory through yeah. sport and yeah. through through um personal connection yeah that's that's how i look at it it's just again soccer is what i do mm-hmm. but it's not who i am right um there are i live my life 
um, in my mind that I always have to be prepared to do the best that I always want to be prepared to do the best I can. Yeah. But if a young person will be more willing to listen to me because I've experienced it, mm. um, then I'm going to use that for positivity and, and, yeah. and changing somebody's trajectory yeah. for the for the better. That's yeah. how that's how I, I view my purpose. Yeah. That's yeah. how I view my purpose. That's awesome, man. Thank you you, you said you come down to more sometimes. Yes. And, and what are you doing more? So oh man. This is this is uh something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. The 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 energy, the Oklahoma City energy has a program called the Energy Sidekicks. Okay. And a summary of it is Every one of us players mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. gets assigned, and I don't say assigned. It's not like we have to. We, my, my mentality is we get to do this. Yeah, as is everybody else. We get to. We don't have to. We get to do this. I love it. Yeah, a child, boy or girl, mm -hmm. um, with some sort of disability. Yeah, whether it be physical mm -hmm. or mental. Yeah, um, we have at the beginning of the every year we have the signing. Yeah. So we all get together, and that's when the players matched up with the, the child. Yeah, we have an uh, I say autograph. We have a contract signing. They yeah. get their own jersey. Yeah, and then throughout the year, we have five or six different events. Whether it be going to the Clydesdale barn to to see the Clydesdales or wow. go bowling, that we uh, that we get to we get to bond. Mm -hmm. We we get to bond, and um, I very close with with my sidekicks one of the family my side my sidekicks family the, the the jenkins okay um they have two young boys okay um and i was able to you know build a great relationship with them and i get to see them i come down to i've come down here to for their birthday yeah and, uh to see them if they're in oklahoma city and mm -hmm. stuff like that and it's just it's uh to be able to have a positive again it's it all goes back to feeling yeah how because that is the only thing that people will remember. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing you yeah. can give them. You can give them money, right? You can, you know, do whatever for them. And yes, that can positively change them mm -hmm. temporarily. Yeah. How you make one another feel. Yeah. I'll, I remember that forever. Yeah. So I kind of, in my mind, how can I make somebody else feel great? Yeah. Um, and in turn, they give me so much more back. Yeah. Just spending time. It doesn't yeah. cost anything. Right. Just spend time. Dang, man. Show that you're that 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 you're interested. Yeah. You know, and, and uh you get to see them after the games and yeah. you get to give them hugs and you get to uh you know meet the family. My my parents actually as we speak, the Jenkins they're they're down in Orlando and when I go home tomorrow we're gonna try to, you know, link up and wow. my family has met them and man, it is that's it's so per cool. it's purpose. It's yeah. per it's it's work, uh, you know, you know, with the soccer side of it. But mm -hmm. the fact that this is a is is uh, available, yeah, it's purpose. Yeah, it's because it's feel. Yeah, it's how you make somebody feel. Man, dude, I knew it. You're a super special man. Thank you. Man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, feelings you, feelings are mutual. Oh no, man, feelings yeah. are mutual. The you talk about being remembered, and that's so. True, because when you got hurt, I, I I felt like I was there, and it was during a match. But for some reason, I thought it was during a training. Right. And however, the the words, the tweets that I read from you, I remember those exactly, right. almost verbatim. 
And that's why that's what I'm talking about. It's like you're exactly right. I remember those type of things. Not necessarily what happened where, mm-hmm. but the words resonate yeah. and stick with you. Look, it's people are gonna yeah. You, I don't want to be def- defined by my athletic ability. Right. You know, right. people are gonna forget. You know, that I was a goalkeeper. That I was a good goalkeeper. Right. Yeah. The the things that they remember is hey, he took time out of his schedule or he went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And that's where where that's where I, that's what I put value on. Yeah, is the human experience. Yeah, you know, making people feel good about themselves. Yeah, um, whether they had an unfortunate roll of the dice in life or not. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I try. I I like to treat everybody equally. Yeah, everybody equally and show the show love. Yeah, you know, show love. Put my arm around and give them a hug. Let them know that they're appreciated. That yeah. that that I care because it goes back to feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So this podcast, man, it's it's defining moments, and it's either you define the moment or that moment defines you. Mm-hmm. And man, Cody, I know you've probably so many of them. Is there one life uh, defining moment that really resonates that, that you'd like to share with our listeners? The 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 one that comes to mind. <laughs> Eighteen years old, and just flew across the Atlantic to Liège, Belgium. Wow. Uh, um, I had never taken a train before. Hopped on in the Liège airport in Belgium, Belgium, or excuse me, Brussels airport. Mm-hmm. In Brussels, they have, you just go, you know, it's kind of like the Atlanta airport where you go downstairs, you have the tram, the train that takes you wherever you have to go. Yeah. Get on the wrong train. <laughs> oh, no. Right? Get on the wrong train. I think I'm going, you know, I've, I've got four or five suitcases with me. I'm, you know. 18 years old, <laughs> just got off a long flight. All right, here we go. I got this. I go to the wrong side of the country. Oh, no. Thank thank the Lord that the <laughs> that the train conductor spoke English. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget it. She told me. She said, okay. She's like, you need, you're completely on the other side of the country. You need to go hop on, stay on this train, get off at this, you know, stop. Hop back on this one and you'll be there. Yeah. Long story short, I get I, I get to where I have to go. I get to my house that I'm living in and drop my bags and I cried. Yeah, I cried. I was it was nervous. It was uncertainty. It was is this is this really what I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Am I going to miss out on the college experience, quote unquote? But it was the best thing I could have done. Yeah, because those moments of uncertainty that's where you learn. You learn yeah. about yourself. Yeah. And uh, again, all disguised through sports. Yeah, you know, getting up and, and, and having a, reg- a, a regimen and being in a in a um, in a spot where you're surrounded by like-minded individuals, mm-hmm. um, I think is crucial to success. Yeah, um, it was the one moment right now in my life that it was like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, I'm going to give it my all. Yeah, um, I know how lucky I am. And let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome, man. Because you you knew how lucky and fortunate you were to be in the position you were at that time. Right. Even though you took the wrong train, mm-hmm. on the wrong side of the country, <laughs> and but through good fortune, you, the conductor spoke mm-hmm. English and yeah. was able to help you out. Yeah. And you're 18 years old with all these suitcases, and you're crying, and you know that's that. It takes a lot to share something like that because if guys think that, oh, well, I'm a man, I'm uh-huh. 16, 18, 30, <laughs> I don't need to be crying and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They just, 
suppress everything, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. healthy. That's yeah. not healthy. No, that not is healthy, not healthy. Man. No, man, you gotta be able to express yourself. Yeah, man. yeah. I've cried tears of joy. I've cried mm-hmm. tears of sadness. I've cried in front of my. 17, 18 year old boys mm-hmm. when they've lost, when they've won, when I had to say goodbye to them because they were leaving to go to college. Mm-hmm. There's no shame in that. I've cried in front of their parents. Yeah. It's how I felt. Yeah. That's how I felt, man. Yeah. It, uh, emotion is a great indicator of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of things. And if you're and a passion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you are so invested in affecting the 18 year old kid who maybe, maybe not, not, you know, could go one way or the other. Right. That's a, that's what life. That's what living is, man. Mm-hmm. You're 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 lucky to be in a situation, mm-hmm. an opportunity to have that ability. Yeah, man. That's so true. And you know, I I've never been in that position to play uh, professional soccer. However, I'll, I'll take it to the position I am about to be married to a beautiful. Um, woman mm-hmm. is I and mean, there's times i'll drive to work and i'm crying because i, I i'm very fortunate i feel very fortunate to be um, in a situation where I'm, I'm going to marry the girl of right. my dreams, of right? dreams yeah. the, the compliment to me and it's like man this is this is awesome right soak in the moment right absolutely <laughs> i'll probably be crying on the wedding day no, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh man no you're, you're absolutely right i think uh I don't believe that anything happens by accident. Right. You know, I, I think uh, through positioning yourself in life, through hard work, mm-hmm. through dedication, mm-hmm. and obviously, she, you know, she sees those character traits in you. Yeah. And she sees that uh, that's somebody I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. And that's that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, that that is true. You know, I've had friends tell me that I, I've out kicked my coverage <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know what that means man but okay but i guess i'll take that as a compliment yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what about, that's pretty funny i know that's um, funny. what what about a, a defining moment for you as a as an athlete you know you're, you're this professional athlete mm-hmm. and you're representing the state you're representing the team the community and the, the there's a lot more pressure to it than just oh well I'm gonna play goalkeeper right you yeah. know it's definitely it's uh it's 99% mental yeah As, f- through my athletic endeavors failure is always ones that that stick out you mm-hmm. know I'll look back at something that happened when I played in L A um, a guy by the name of Robbie Keane oh man <laughs> in front of about fifteen twenty thousand people yeah um, he chipped me. And yeah. for those of you listening that aren't aren't aware what a chip is, is uh, I was caught way off of my line, and uh, he he lofted the ball up and over my head when I it should have been an easy catch. Yeah, I felt extremely small. If I could have dug myself a hole underneath the turf, I would have. Yeah. Um, and I remember the next day seeing you know on Twitter and on you know online, the quote unquote idiot goalkeeper gets humbled by Robbie Keane. Oh man. So, yeah, you you those those they knock you down a few pegs. Yeah. Because I, I like to say two types of athletes, the yeah. ones that are humble or the ones that are about to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was definitely a moment that I was humbled yeah extremely. Yeah. I had friends in the stands, my father was there. Yeah. Obviously a very proud moment. Not you know, nothing to take away. It was a oh, it yeah. was it was our first it was an exhibition match against the first team. 
um, and coming off of a year, the year prior where I had a very, very severe kidney injury mm. that kept me out for 10 months, oh, man. um, to, f- to have it come full circle it, like from the, such negative the year before to such a positive, even though, you know, I, I was made to look silly. Yeah. You know, I learned from it, Yeah. but I still took appreciation in the moment yeah because let's be honest at the end of the day i can at least say that i've been chipped by robbie keen dude robbie <laughs> keen that's exactly right you know? yeah yeah that dude's been playing at all sorts of levels yeah too. yeah you know, that's he's captain ireland yeah you know that was so <laughs> yeah. did you uh, did you shake his hand afterwards i did yeah After i said hey, i well at halftime we we're walking next to each other i said hey, thanks thanks for that one <laughs> he's like all right you'll learn from it <laughs> Yeah. You know, strikers do take pride if they can chip a goalkeeper. Because goalkeepers are they yeah, your positioning and timing is seriously almost impeccable. And so for a forward or a midfielder to chip a keeper, man, that says a lot. Yes. Yeah. You know? It was uh it was definitely something that it, it was a little bit of both. It was a little bit of good skill yeah. on his on his behalf because he took a ball down that was just I think it was off a goal kick or something mm-hmm. down the other end. Took a ball he Cruyff turn in between two of our defenders and just Ooh. left them in the in the dust. Mm. And at, at the same time, I kind of was not for a split second tuned in <laughs> like I needed to be. And then as I see him winding up and I realize where I am positionally, yeah, I'm in my mind like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh no, and just trying to get run backwards as fast as I possibly can. And yeah, it wasn't to be, but hey. You learn from those things. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you, you get made to feel and look silly. Mm-hmm. But I learned from it. Mm-hmm. I, I learned to always be engaged, mm-hmm. um, never take a playoff. Right. All those sports cliches. Yeah. So true. You know? Uh, yeah, so and true. And it's, uh, it's something that has helped me grow. Yeah. At the time, felt like the negative. Felt like, like I said, I would bur- burrow myself underneath the field if I yeah. tried to hide from everybody. But yeah. you stand there and you take it. You take that uncomfortable moment, mm. you know, and, and as athletes, you know, you're going to have those as goalkeepers, especially, you know, you're going to have those moments and yeah. it's something that you accept, Yeah, you know, for every 20 b- brilliant saves that you have, you're going to have that one that mm. people are always going to be asking questions of and you yeah. ask questions of yourself. Yeah. Could I have done this? Should I have done that? Whatever. We could win three, one. And I'd be happy that we won, but I'll still be thinking all that night about the one that I gave up. So it makes you so dang good, man. Yes. To an, yes, uh, to have that introspection yeah, uh, or introspective look and say, what could I have done better? Yeah. Yeah, it's great that we won. Yeah, let's not. And I see, I've see i seen that with teammates throughout the years. I've mm-hmm. seen guys who double down on what they're good at. Yeah. And while I think that may work positively in other aspects of life mm-hmm. and business, in sport, you can't. Yeah. You cannot just work on what you're good at. Yeah. You have to be in those uncomfortable situations Monday through Friday. So yeah. Saturday, you're prepared. Yeah. You have to be able to, like we were talking about, um, maybe if it's not a great pass, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe if somebody pings one in at you. Yeah. And they test your touch. How's your touch? Yeah. Right? Even if you fail on a on a Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday, come Saturday, you know, and you're put in that situation, you know how to deal with it. You yeah. know how to because you've been there before. Yeah. So it's, in my opinion, and I've seen teammates who have just doubled down on what they're good at. Yeah. They don't last very long. Yeah. They, they're, they're, they're a flash in the pan. 
while they're talented, everybody's talented. Yeah. Everybody at this level and, and, you know, progressing levels are talented. Absolutely, man. It's, are you willing to work on your weaknesses while also perfecting your strengths? Yeah. Not just strengths, strengths, strengths. Yeah. That, that's a great point. I, in matches that I've watched you play, you're clearing the ball with your left foot. Mm -hmm. You're clearing the ball with your right foot. I don't know which one you're really dominant in. However, you use both. I've seen you bring the ball down with your chest. I've seen you clear the ball away with your head because a defender passed it back to you mm-hmm. and you can't use your hands. So you got put in these spots. Yes. Right? Yeah. And maybe you've practiced it quite a bit. However, I do think it's because just you're so aware, you're in tune with what's going on. You know how to position your body and where you're going to put the ball. And there's, dude, dude here's the thing. There's so many times I've seen you with cat like reflexes. I don't know how in the world you save the ball, man. So you're talking about Thank the you one in that. you're talking about one in twenty uh, goalkeepers <laughs> or one in twenty shots a goalkeeper makes one in thirty forty for you probably. It's you. that's why you're the number one shot stopper, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's it, again the uncomfortable moment. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it sucks to practice it mm-hmm. because you get frustrated. Yeah, right. But yeah. Would you rather do that or rather be put in a situation on a match day yeah. where you don't know how to react yeah. or you second guess yourself? And once you second guess yourself, especially as a goalkeeper, you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. You're done. And it, it shows if, if you're going to come out for a ball and you're either going to get it or you're going to be made to look silly because yeah. there's no one behind me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. There's no one behind me. That's it. So I'm the one who has to pick the ball out of the back of the net. Yeah. You know, so, and that's why, that's why you get the... Uh, you see the goalkeepers that are barking instructions and 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 you know trying to put people in the right positions. It's because yeah. for as for as uh, as good as it feels for forwards to score goals, it mm. feels equally good, if not more so, for pride's sake, to keep the ball in the back of the net. Dude, defense wins championships, yes. bro. Yes, and it was <laughs> a, it was a great it, perfect example of of us down the stretch after I went down and CJ came in mm. and he took over and he mm. ran and. Didn't miss a beat yeah. whatsoever, and yeah. he, he position, positioned himself to move forward in his career. Yeah, um, in a position where I understand, I understand what it's like to be the backup. I was there for seven years. Yeah, and I only got my opportunity through an injury. Yeah, right. And it's ironic because that's how he's gotten his opportunity. Yeah, um, but that's that's the sport. That's that's life. That's crazy. I would yeah. never have thought that you were a, a backup. Just watching you play, it, it's top shelf stuff. I was yeah. Up my first. When I got to LA, mm-hmm. that was my first real opportunity. I got about 25 games under my belt. Mm-hmm. But I only got 25 games under my belt because the the guy in front of me went down with an injury. Yeah. He was having, I think he had back-to-back concussions. Oh, wow. So he was out for an extended, extended period yeah. of time. Went on from there, went to Austin. And Austin was a step back in the sense mm-hmm. that I was the backup to a young kid who they were giving every opportunity to. And he was of he was the type that would only work on his strengths, mm-hmm. and you get found out. You get found out real quick. Yeah. Um. So when you know played in Austin towards the end of the season, he went down with an injury. I stepped up. I played, and uh, that's actually when I met Jimmy Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Um. And once, unfortunately, or fortunately, I look at it fortunately, the mm-hmm. way when the team in Austin folded, mm-hmm. Jimmy was the first call that that I received in the off season. Hey, we want you. Yeah, and up until that point, I had never had a coach tell me, "You're my guy." Yeah, 
I value you to be a leader on my team. Man. And not not necessarily saying you need that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you want to run through a brick wall for people like that. Yeah. People that believe in you. Yep. 110 percent mm-hmm. you want to you want to do everything in your power and then some yeah to repay that belief because yeah. you work and you work and you work and you work yeah. for this opportunity and sometimes a lot of times i know a lot of players that never experience that yeah you know that that work tired tirelessly and um for their opportunity and just for one reason or another coaches yeah. never 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 really saw their value right i kind of i realized how rare that was mm-hmm. and i for you know, I didn't. I didn't want to obviously disappoint myself. Yeah. But I also didn't want to disappoint him. Yeah. You know, and I take. I take. I took extreme pride in that. Yeah. Just because I know how rare it is. Oh yeah, you especially know? in the professional realm mm-hmm. of uh, sports. Mm-hmm. You no, know, because players get traded, rotated yep. in and out yep. all the time, all yep. the time. And so it is. It's it is rarity, and the his style, Coach Nelson's style, actually fits. The state of Oklahoma, right? Because the state of Oklahoma, I feel the the, the people here embrace mm-hmm. each other. They mm-hmm. embrace athletes. They embrace you know, the coworkers, and just it's so supportive. Yes, right. And he, and he was, you know, we we are moving in a different direction with a with a new coach and everything yeah. everything like that. But yeah. again, so grateful to the mm-hmm. man um, mm-hmm. because. He was he was a very good manager of people. Yeah. Or is I say is a manager yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. Um you never felt that I felt this way with a bunch of coaches that I played for before. I didn't really feel like I was comfortable talking to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh Jimmy is very good at, at creating an environment where players want to come play for him. Yeah. And they want to go to bat for him. Yeah. Um, because he's easy to talk to. Very if easy. you need to if you need to go, you know, see your wife, you know, because a lot of a lot of guys who are married aren't here with their wives because their wives have careers of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want, need to go see a family member, go. You know, he's never said no. He's never no. said no. But coach, I'm gonna miss practice. Go. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've said this once before uh, when I was making a speech. Play for a lot of co- nine coaches now, mm-hmm. nine different coaches. Um, he's, he's the one that I've met along the way that I value as a man, yeah. not just as an, uh, not just as a soccer coach. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I want to emulate him as a, as a, what I see and what he values mm-hmm. as a family man, yeah. things that he, uh, that he puts emphasis on. Yeah. You know, so I, I have nothing but the best words to say yeah. about, about not only him, but you know, uh, you know, James Ritchie, yeah. Mark Howard and, yeah. and Chris Spenlove because it was it's fun to go to work yeah it's fun to go to work and like we touched on earlier the success yes we have fallen short of bringing a trophy yeah to oklahoma city and yeah. i understand that's how you're going to be judged but in a league that has 30 plus 30 teams yeah right or you know yep. i think 30 close to it now yeah it's expanded for the oklahoma city energy to have been able to have the success that they've had right is pretty pretty good and the upper trajectory that the future holds Mm. is very exciting. It's super exciting. Very exciting. uh, Because in Oklahoma, there's only a couple of D1 schools Mm -hmm. that have men's 
soccer. Right. I think Tulsa and Oral Roberts. Right. Are the D one schools. The Big Twelve schools don't have that. Right. You know, and you know, t- touching back to Coach Nelson, what you said about him, I honestly, genuinely believe, and I said because I actually met him mm-hmm. at Whole Foods. Right. That's awesome. Right. Like, that's, that's coach. <laughs> and my friends were like, who's who's that? Like, that's Coach Nelson, the, the coach of the Oklahoma City Energy. They're like, oh. So I was like, I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. And shook his hand, talked to him for literally 30 minutes, got a picture with him, man. How like, cool. Dude. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. And we talked about the team and talked about just and everything. Yeah. Talked about me coaching soccer. And uh-huh. it's like, man. He's genuine. He's super. Yeah. He, he's exactly. genuine. And, and in, in our line of work, you kind of learn to kind of innately feel out people who yeah. aren't so genuine mm-hmm. uh, and those who have the, the ego mm-hmm. that are, that are solely, they, they run on ego. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of refreshing to come to, to come here to play for him where if I could have half of the success he's had professionally, I would be yeah. the happiest. <laughs> um, but for him to, to be uh, just so approachable. Yeah. So down to earth. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was nice because coming from Los Angeles and this is not an indictment on anybody in Los Angeles, but they have this air about them. Yeah. Right. That they're the galaxy and, you know, yeah, take that as you may, but, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it's a, they, he's very good at fostering a, an environment yeah. of, uh, of growth yeah. uh, and success. Yeah. Man. That's so true. Yeah. I remember watching Coach Nelson uh, for Kansas City, mm-hmm. and they were in PKs, and they won the world or the MLS, MLS Cup, Cup when he uh, played said, that game with yeah. two or three broken ribs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the the announcers, but why is he moving so slow? Yeah, and they f- comes to find out he played played the damn game in twenty degree <laughs> weather with broken ribs. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this uh, this is this is awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's awesome for me personally sitting here and talking to you as a high profile professional athlete and your genuine person. Thank you. You know, it's, it's truly amazing that, you know, you see on the news and you read all these things about professional athletes Mm -hmm. and how some can be arrogant and and to a certain extent true. Mm -hmm. However, man, you, you are class. Thank you. You, I feel like you talked to me on, layman's terms and you've been through a thousand I mean, different situations more than i have as an athlete and you know i'm, I'm sitting here having the uh, privilege to do a podcast with you man hey man the, i appreciate that you that you're wanting to take the time and to learn more about me and i get to learn more about you and oh, yeah get my spread my message and my story out there and hopefully hopefully it does inspire you know that one person or you know, it doesn't even have to be in the, the athletic realm. Yeah. But maybe if they're they're struggling with something mentally, or should I do this, or should I do that, man? If you don't do it, you don't give your, yourself the opportunity for yeah. for life to repay you, right. and to life for life to work itself out. Yeah. You know, you never want to. That's and that's what I kind of look back at. I don't want to have ever have the regret or say what if. Yeah. You know, um, and I talk with, with teammates. Especially teammates who haven't have yet to get their opportunity. Yeah. Um, because I understand the mental side of it, and and, and you know the the toll that it takes on you to give mm-hmm. 110 percent, you know, Monday through Friday, only to be sitting on the bench or not even uh, 
in the 18 yeah uh on the on the saturday i mean i lived it where i had to drive the team drive the guys to the airport you know 5 a.m when i lived in puerto rico because i wasn't making the road trip oh wow you know i was the one of the two or three guys that had to stay behind because i wasn't in you know i was third choice yeah and again getting back to the humble side of it that humbles you really quick and that that puts you in a position where you can go one or two ways you can either let that manifest in a negative yeah or you can let that manifest in a positive and use it for fuel yeah uh you know people i they need fuel yeah uh and they need to see that um you know it's it's not always easy yeah and but if you can harness the negative and use it as as a positive fuel source mm -hmm. then you can go pretty dang far yeah pretty dang far with it and like you know the guys who haven't gotten their opportunity yet I, you know i understand i i can empathize with it with you and, and where you stand where you're at with your career three or four years in you feel as if you're fighting an uphill battle yeah. um and it's never going to get any better but it does yeah. it does but that only it only gets better if you're around for your moment yeah it only gets better you don't you never want to be sitting on the couch be like I wish I didn't <laughs> say that to that person or I wish I stayed around, stayed in the game a little longer because the what if would just eat me mm. alive. Yeah. If, if it came down to that. Yeah. So. Last question for you, man. Okay. You got a, let's say a person comes up to you and it's like, man, yeah, I've seen you play on the field and, you know, I don't have, you know, I, I've been injured to mm -hmm. the extent where, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't play mm -hmm. the game anymore, and I want to make a positive impact uh, in life. What's your, uh, what would be your, hey, how, this is how you go make a positive impact. Um, whatever they're good at, mm -hmm. whether that be communication, whether that be feeling, yeah. Um, if you can't. If you can't do it in your athletic endeavors, um, just pick one person. Yeah. One person that is either down on their luck yeah. or that you know in your life in, in your life or you see on a daily basis who doesn't isn't as fortunate as you, doesn't have the the roll of the dice in, in a positive form that you have. Mm. Just see just boil it down to how's your day? Yeah. You know? Perfect. Sit with that person. Yeah. You know? It, it again. It all goes back to feel mm. how you make me feel, how I make you feel, because yeah. people remember that, and uh, and show a genuine interest in them and their yeah. whatever they're passionate about, you know, and show support. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to be in a position of you know in my position. You don't have to. You don't yeah. have to. You can you can by your words and by you know your message and what you listen to. And yeah, you're not not just your because I'm a firm believer in this. Not just your diet, your dietary, your, what you eat, mm. what you listen to. Yeah. That, you know, your mental diet. Yeah. You know, if you can take a hold and surround yourself with people who, you know, they understand what it's going to take. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to take hard work. Yeah. Right. It's going to take a lot of, of sacrifice. It's going to take a, it's not going to happen overnight, but a long-term vision. Mm-hmm to complete a goal yeah that will then bring nothing but positivity and then they can then it's like a domino effect yeah they can then take what you know you the support that you showed them and pay it forward love it man 
We're going to get a restaurant to name a side dish after you so we can say, hey, man, I'm going to take a side of Lorendi. Oh, <laughs> Extra side. Extra side. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Man, that's, uh, how, do, how do our listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, you can... Uh, my, you know, I'm pretty big on social media. Yeah. Not, not big. I don't want to say big. You are, man. You're verified. I'm, a brother like me can't get verified. <laughs> I, I know a guy. We'll see if we can work something out. No, but in terms of, I'm pretty active. Yeah, is what I mean to say. I'm pretty active on Twitter. I like to, uh, especially during the season when you have opposing fans that, uh, mm-hmm. that seems like they get behind the keyboard and they get a little keyboard confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they'll say some things to yeah. you that they probably wouldn't say to you face to face. Yeah. Um, I like to interact that way. Um, it's funny because when you interact. When your interaction with them is not necessarily a negative to a negative. And what yeah. I mean by that is they say they tell you that, you know, in so many words that you suck. Yeah. I hit them back with the, hey, thank you for your support. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to react. <laughs> <laughs> and it's genuine I, because whether whether it's negative or positive, yeah. it's support. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's a feeling that, hey, you cared enough to want me to want to get a reaction out of it. Yeah. And I've had those experiences. I've had those interactions with fans that, you know, they will say the mean me. I've heard the worst man thrown my way. The worst. Yeah. People just have this feeling that they pay their money and they can just, it's, it's like a therapy hour for them. They just get it all out. They just get it all out. And, and I just, I'm a, I play a position where I'm just, you know, not very mobile in the yeah. sense that, you know, I'm not running up and down the field, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm stagnant most of the game. <laughs> Um, so they just let me have it. And a lot of when it's, when it's clever, <laughs> it's clever. It's good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But sometimes it's just mean. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times, a lot of the interactions I get with fans are great, yeah. but some of them are just mean. <laughs> so instead of fighting fire with fire, let's be a little bit more nuanced about this. Yeah. And let's say, Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the support because you right. took time out to say the mean comment. Yeah. Cause in all actually, in reality, that's, that's support. Yeah. You know, that's true. I like it. I like that spin. Yeah. Well done, man. Thank you. Yeah. So would you mind spelling out your Twitter handles? For yeah. It's, our... it's, I believe, hold me, let me just check real quick. I think it's C Lorendi, L A U R E N D is in David I. Okay. Two, three. Okay. And two, three was my first professional number. Okay. Uh, that's why I haven't updated it. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. C Lorendi two, three. Um, and then Instagram. Cody Lorendi, C-O-D-Y-L-A-U-R-E-N-D-I. Okay. Uh, all one word, or you can just, I think if you just put in the search bar, you can, yeah. you can find me that way. Yeah. Um, and then Facebook, the same. Very same good, thing. man. Yeah. Oh, dang, dude. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for showing interest in, <laughs> in me, man. And I, I, feelings are mutual. All right, man. Well, I'd like to get some coffee and get back from the holidays. Beautiful. Sounds good. All right, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. I truly hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a defining moment or moments you would like to share, please reach out to me. I would love to visit with you about it and share it with the world on a podcast. Here's how to find me. Visit my website, www.definingmomentspod.com. Follow me on Twitter at defmomentspod. That's at D-E-F moments pod. Search me on Facebook, Defining Moments Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, at Defining Moments Podcast. That's all one word, at Defining Moments Podcast. Subscribe to Defining Moments Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this show, I would be extremely honored if you gave us a review. This helps boost this podcast so more people can find it. Go out and be a positive influence today. 
every day. Make someone smile. My name is Wong Lam, and I approve this podcast.